Ball Talk Daily episode 46. This episode is brought to you by StackWap.com. StackWap.com slash podcast. Download every episode of Ball Talk Daily and Blunt Talk with LT. All right. So we're going to get into it. We're going to talk about Duke losing to Michigan State. Zion Williamson being eliminated from the tournament. And now my attention from the NCAA tournament is completely gone because who the fuck cares now? Duke's gone. R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish, Trey Jones, all packing it up. Um, I don't know what the fuck happened with Cam Reddish in one of the games that he didn't play, and then he came off the bench against Michigan State, which probably led to them losing. I don't know what was going on with Cam Reddish. There's some shit that's not, you know, disclosed to the media, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with him. Um, his draft stock dropped. Stephen A. Smith was going off on first take about his draft stock dropping and he's inconsistent and saying how uh, Trey Jones needs to spend another year. He doesn't have that shot. He needs to develop that shot. So really and truly, it's like the main two guys that are coming out. Well, the the only two guys that might come out for like for sure. We know for sure Zion Williamson, number one draft pick. We know for sure uh, R.J. Barrett, top five, top 10 at the least draft pick. So it's like Cam Reddish can he can go for the NBA, but his draft stock took a hit with his inconsistencies and his mysterious absence during the Sweet 16 game. Um, yeah, enough of college basketball now, because college basketball, the Final Four, I let's go Virginia, just because I have some listeners in Virginia out of everywhere. Every, out of every team remaining, Virginia is probably my biggest base of listeners. So let's go for Virginia. Other than that, I don't really care about the the Final Four now. Sorry, guys. Back to the NBA. Um, I don't know who's going to get Zion, but if the Knicks end up with the number one pick and then they end up with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, Zion will be traded because you will try to get Anthony Davis. And if you can get Anthony Davis, Kyrie, and Kevin Durant, it is over for the league. And they'll, they'll be in the East Coast, in New York, the biggest market. It'll be like, the league will be, it'll be something different. Something completely different. Yeah, Golden State will still be strong with Kevin Durant leaving. But the league, the whole, the, those three stars, the three, like, three of the top ten players in the NBA, two of them are arguably in the top five that team would be like the new dynasty. No team's really beating that team. If they did that shit, if Kevin Durant and Kyrie came and then they traded Zion as that first pick for Anthony Davis, that would not even be fair. But New York would love it. I'd be I'd be driving to New York for games. Fuck that. I'd completely abandon the Raptors and I'd be driving to New York to watch them games. Every Raptors game that the Knicks, that every Raptors versus Knicks game, I would have already fucking booked the greatest seats. Like, fuck that. I'm watching all of that shit. I would want to see how that plays out. Um, Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. All this Kevin Durant and Kyrie to the Knicks talk, it's like, mm-mm. If it's, if, they get, if it's contingent on the pick, then maybe, but... Because if they if they just think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are going to go to the Knicks and they're going to be a championship team, they're in for a surprise. It's not going to work that easily. 
it's not like you just put those two stars who haven't played together before and just think it's just going to work. Like, who's going to distribute the ball for them? Like, they think – a lot of people think that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving would work better than LeBron and Kyrie Irving, and that is completely wrong. Kyrie Irving and LeBron was one of the best pairings ever. They literally lost one playoff series together. People forget that. I, I always have to bring that up. They literally lost – one playoff series in five games to Golden State when they first got Kevin Durant and their team was just on that unstoppable revenge streak. Like, they were coming back for revenge, so clearly that year. But other than that, Kyrie dipped after that. LeBron lost by himself, him and Kevin Love. But Kevin Love was, like, not even really, like, there. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't think that... I would not if if it's just Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, I would think they would probably be a four or five seed in the East. I don't think they'd be that great. Just that and with whatever the fuck's already currently on the Knicks. Well they already have DeAndre Jordan, which works for them. Uh the Knicks, uh, Kevin Knox, they have a couple of eh, they have a couple of pieces already there. It's not like they're just completely devoid of a roster once like, you know, they get there, but I just don't see it. I don't see them being that effective. Like People are acting like these guys. Like Kevin Durant's not getting any younger. Kevin Durant's going to be 31 next year. And when you're at that height and you're that skinny, who the fuck knows? Kevin Durant's been injured a bunch of times. It's not guaranteed that they're just going to be that team. People think because of LeBron's greatness that they think the top stars could just automatically just boom, automatically just make it to the finals every year. And it's not like that for everybody. It's not like that for every star. People are going to struggle. This is a team sport. At the end of the day, your team, the reason why they all said, oh, LeBron needs more help, LeBron needs more help, because he's up against unrealistic expectations every year to make it to the finals. So when you have to make it to the finals in a tough-ass league like the NBA, you need to have a full roster. You can't just have stars and just have nothing else. We've seen what happened the first year when it was uh, LeBron, Wade, and uh, Bosh in Miami. The rest of the roster was absolute garbage. They were putting up like 80 points a game, 90 points a game with, well, not 90 points a game, like literally 80 points a game with them three combined. And the rest of the team was like barely fit. Like, you know what I mean? It was ridiculous. I, th I, I think people forget that. That first year when it was just them three, when they lost to the Mavericks, their team wasn't well-rounded. They had, like, what, who, Eddie House or something and, like, one other shooter. And the team, like, the point, like, the team was from top to bottom was garbage. It was just them three. You had, like, Udonis Haslam playing center. Like, their team, Udonis Haslam playing center for your team, for a championship team, it's not going to get you there. And then they ended up with Joel Anthony, who's one of the best defenders, but just couldn't score a single point. Honestly, I, I, I think uh, a lot of viewers in the media have been getting shit real fucked up recently when it comes to the NBA and the, the perspective of things when they put everything into a general scope. The best player conversation is ridiculous. The best player in the NBA currently and still is LeBron James, regardless of not making the playoffs. It doesn't matter. There was a stretch where Kobe didn't, Kobe in his prime didn't make the playoffs when the Lakers were absolute garbage. People forget about that season. People forget when Kobe lost in the first round 
as an eighth seed as the best player in the world. Like, it doesn't matter. When you don't have a team and you have nothing, it's like it's not going to work out. He was up against Steve Nash and the Suns that had a loaded team, and he had nothing. And people expected him to win just because he's the best player. Like, that is absolutely ridiculous. It's a team sport at the end of the day. If this is a one-on-one thing and at that time, you know, he would easily he would have easily taken out anybody in the league. But it's not a one-on-one thing. It's a sport. It's a team sport, I should say. Sorry. It's ridiculous sometimes. And when you have two scores, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, who's going to distribute the ball? Are you going to expect Dennis Smith Jr. to be the, the Chris Paul of the situation, the John Stockton, the distributor? Like, that's not going to happen. These guys are athletes. Like, that'll be so fun to see Kyrie Irving, Dennis Smith Jr., Kevin Knox, uh, Kevin Durant, all on one team, DeAndre Jordan. That team would be one of the most entertaining teams to watch, but how good would they actually be? Would it transfer to winning basketball? Who knows? Who knows? Because we haven't seen one of those guys alpha and lead a team. And you could say what you want. Kyrie Irving... Did the the best job, or the, he gave us the best blueprint of what it could be to see Kyrie, like one of those guys lead a team because he's did it like last year with Boston before he got injured. He was doing it. He was leading the team, and Boston was a, a better team last year without um Gordon Hayward and the whole confusion and the whole expectations of everything of the success that they had in the playoffs without Kyrie. Before all of that shit, they were rolling, and Kyrie showed that he could lead a team and lead a franchise. And then he got injured, and then shit kind of changed. But we've never seen Kevin Durant do that. As great as Kevin Durant is, he's always had somebody else. Before he had Russell Westbrook and James Harden, and before he was winning, he was putting up stats, but the team wasn't winning. He wasn't making the playoffs. He got Russell Westbrook. He got James Harden. The team started winning. James Harden left. He still had Russell Westbrook. The team continued to win. They didn't win no championships or nothing, but they won a lot of games. They made huge playoff uh, playoff pushes. They were a, a solid team in the Western Conference every year. Great team. Championship aspirations pretty much year after year. But it wasn't Kevin Durant by himself. It was Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and a pretty decent squad with him when Russell Westbrook got injured and Kevin Durant struggled and their team barely got to the playoffs mid because Kevin he Russell Westbrook played majority of the season he got injured uh probably halfway through the season Kevin Durant still made the playoffs got he got slapped in the first round to Memphis like it's not that Kevin Durant wasn't good. It's just that he had nobody. You can't win by yourself. This whole notion that you can't, you could win by yourself and you could drag or you can take two stars and it's just going to be escape, you know, it's just going to be uh, a quick fucking entrance to the finals. It's not that easy. Just because LeBron did it, people got this shit fucked up. They got it fucked up because he's done it so much and he's dragged people so, so many years. It's like it wasn't just him dragging shit teams. He had the right pieces around him. He had good enough defenders and serviceable three-pointers, and that's all LeBron needed because that was a good system for LeBron. It wouldn't work for much, pretty much anybody else, but it worked for him. And they got the shit twisted. All right, Ball Talk Daily. We're going to get into another episode because we behind. We behind. Ball Talk Daily. Stackwap.com. Yep. Yerp. Mm-hmm.